Welcome to the weekend edition of The Daily Stoic. Each weekday, we bring you a meditation inspired by the ancient Stoics, something to help you live up to those four Stoic virtues of courage, justice, temperance, and wisdom. And then here on the weekend, we take a deeper dive into those same topics. We interview Stoic philosophers. We explore at length how these Stoic ideas can be applied to our actual lives and the challenging issues of our time. Here on the weekend, when you have a little bit more space, when things have slowed down, be sure to take some time to think, to go for a walk, to sit with your journal, and most importantly, to prepare for what the week ahead may bring. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another weekend episode of the Daily Stoic Podcasts. You know, as I've written all these articles and pieces and emails over the years, sometimes I like to go back through them and try to sort of organize them into, into some sort of system or process that makes sense. You know, it's, it's a little ad hoc. It wasn't always how I was thinking about it, but it's, it can be interesting how these things came together. And, and I think one example of that is what we're going to talk about today. I wanted to put together seven life-changing exercises, concepts from the Stoics you can apply over the next seven days. I, I won't spoil it, but I wanted to just go through sort of seven quick ideas um, that I've written about, talked about, even uh, created some of these challenge coins about. I think this will be a great episode, just a way to, to sort of, as you go, go forward to the next week, you can apply Stoicism to what you're doing, what you're thinking about, and any difficulty or success that you might experience. So enjoy this episode, and uh, I'll talk to you soon. There's a lot of exercises in Stoicism, but I think these seven are really the core of what you might call the sort of the Stoic code, how to be a good person, how to understand how you fit in the world, how to always prioritize the right thing in the right way, um, how to make sure you're not acting out of ego, how to, how to turn bad things into good things. These sort of Stoic virtues, these Stoic exercises, you have to practice every day and you have to practice them in any and all situations. But if you can do it, you can do it consistently. I think you'll be amazed at what you can accomplish and the kind of person you turn into being. Marcus Aurelius wanted to remind himself that you have to do the right thing. He says, just that you do the right thing, the rest doesn't matter. So the highest good to the Stoics was virtue, was, was working for that common good. It was seeing obstacles as opportunities, but it was, it was doing the right thing in the right way for the right reasons. If you're not acting according to your moral code, it doesn't matter how successful you are, it doesn't matter how famous you are, you are gonna be unhappy. So in Christianity, there's this idea that if you sin, if you violate the 10 commandments, you will go to hell. I think the stoic argument is like, if you're a bad person, if you lie, cheat, steal, act out of selfishness, in fact, you live in hell, your life is a hell. It's without meaning, it's without purpose. You have no faith in other people. And so at the core of Stoicism is that idea of summum bonum, the highest good. And the highest good to the Stoics is virtue. They said that virtue is the sole good, doing the right thing the right way, regardless of the consequence, was the only thing that matters. One of the most powerful exercises in Stoicism is the exercise of amor fati, the idea that there is no such thing as an obstacle, there's only fuel. So Marcus Aurelius talks about fire being the metaphor for the life of a Stoic. Everything you throw in front of a fire, he says, is fuel for the fire. It, it turns 
obstacles into brightness and flame, he says. So you want to go through your life not thinking about all the problems and all the difficulties. You want to think about all that these obstacles and difficulties are offering you, the fuel that it's providing for you. So a Stoic loves everything. That's what Amor Fati translates to, a love of fate. And it means that there is nothing that can slow you down because everything is actually taking you exactly in the direction that you want to go. This seems like a weird one, but the Stoics want you to have really low expectations. Seneca talks about premeditatio malorum, about thinking about the worst case scenario. If you have such a, a tight grip on how you want things to go and be, you're never going to be happy because what can go wrong will go wrong. But if you're willing to be fluid, if you're willing to let go, if you can think a little bit in advance about how things might not go your way, you can anticipate it, you'll be better. So Seneca says like, the expected blows of fortune uh, fall less heavily than the unexpected blows. The happier person is the one who realizes that things are not always gonna go their way, that knows the world is not sunshine and kittens, that sees things honestly and accurately. That person has lower expectations and then they're pleasantly surprised when things exceed those expectations versus the person who is constantly disappointed with how cruel and unfair the world is. The Daily Stoic is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. One of the cool things about podcasts is that you can multitask while you're listening, but depending on what you're doing right now, like for instance, if you're not in some kind of moving vehicle, there's something else you could be doing. You could be getting an auto quote from Progressive Insurance. It's easy and you could save money by doing it right from your phone. Drivers who save by switching to Progressive save nearly $700 on average and auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Discounts for having multiple vehicles on your policy, being a homeowner and more. So just like your favorite podcast, Progressive will be with you 24-7, 365 days a year. So you're protected no matter what. Multitask right now. Quote your car insurance at Progressive.com to join over 29 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $698 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Another one is related to Amor Fati, but it's the idea that the obstacle is the way. That's what Marcus Aurelius says. He says, the impediment to action advances action. What stands in the way becomes the way. Sure, things are gonna happen that you don't want to happen, but you can instead focus on how you can use this, on how you can move the ball forward because of it. So if someone cuts you off in traffic, okay, that's not what you wanted, but this is a chance to practice forgiveness. You make a mistake, it's a chance for you to practice forgiveness to yourself, right? Your car is stuck or your trip is delayed, this is a chance for you to catch up on things that you've been putting off. How can you use everything that's happening to you, all the obstacles, as opportunities to practice different virtues? So you might set out to do one thing, and then that gets impeded, but what that allows you to do is go do a different thing instead. So the Stoic is always thinking, the obstacle is the way, this is an opportunity, the impediment is actually showing me the direction that I wanna go. There's an old Zen story about a king who felt like his people were becoming complacent. And so he put a large boulder on the one path on the way into town, and he stood in a tree and he watched as people came up to this boulder, this obstacle. 
You know, people cursed him, people pushed at it, it turned around and went home. Some people just sat down and waited for someone to do something about it for him. And finally, a man walks up and he actually attempts to climb over the boulder. He attempts to go around. He pushes at it, he can't get it to budge. And finally, he goes off into the woods and he comes back with a big stick or a log and he jams it under the rock and finally cranking it like a lever, he gets it to move. And what he finds underneath the boulder was a small purse of gold coins and a note attached to it that actually the king had left and it said, never forget that inside every obstacle is a chance to improve your condition. The obstacle in the path is the path. And that's at the essence of Stoicism, the obstacle is the way. The impediment to action advances action, Marcus Aurelius said. Uh, what stands in the way is the way. So we want to see obstacles not as things that are blocking us from where we want to go, but that actually in struggling with them or going around them or trying things because we can't get through them, we end up discovering new things about ourselves and about the world. There is almost no philosophical school that says ego is a good thing. The Greeks and the Romans spoke of hubris. Almost all the plays of history and the myths of religions are about the dangers of pride. Pride goeth before the fall. So the Stoics believed that ego was the enemy. Epictetus said, you cannot learn that which you think you already know. So the Stoic is constantly asking themselves, why am I doing this? What is my motivation? Am I doing this for other people? Am I doing it because it makes the world better? Or am I doing it to feel superior to other people? Is this fuel for my arrogance? Or is this fueling humility? And so essential in Stoicism is just the idea that you are not special, the world does not revolve around you, and if you make decisions or take actions thinking that, thinking that the world revolves around you, thinking that the rules don't apply, you'll be rudely awakened when you come crashing down to earth and lose everything you worked so hard for. The Stoics, as individualistic as they were, as much as they were about individual empowerment, you know, deeply believed in our connection to other people and other things. Something like 80 times Marcus Aurelius talks about the common good in meditation. Seneca spoke of sympatheia, the idea that we were just a small part of a larger organism. Marcus Aurelius says, you know, what's bad for the hive is bad for the bee. So in this time of sort of self-absorption and self-interest, of self-aggrandizement, the Stoics offer a different way of thinking about things. They think about it in terms of how can I make sure I'm helping other people? How can I make sure that my success isn't coming at the expense of others? How can I see myself as a citizen, as a, as a piece of a larger organism, and that this makes sure that we're good, it makes sure we're doing work for other people, it makes us more selfless and less selfish, and thus allows us to contribute more to society. You might think that meditating on your mortality is a way to be unhappy, that the fact that you're gonna die, that you could die at any moment, this is depressing. In fact, the Stokes thought it was the key to happiness because when you realize life can go away, you are grateful for the life you do have. So Seneca says like, look, if you go into every evening thinking, I have lived, I have lived my life, that's it? When you wake up in the morning, you're like, oh, this is wonderful, I get a free bonus day. The Stoic wants to live life as though you're playing with house money. Because you are, each one of us was born knowing we're gonna die, and every extra day we get is a gift, is extra. So this idea of memento mori, of meditating on our mortality is not morbid, it's actually the best way to be happy. Hey, it's Ryan. If you wanna take your study of Stoicism to the next level, I wanna invite you to join us over at Daily Stoic Life. 
We have daily conversations about the podcast episodes, about the daily email. We actually do a special weekend set of emails for everyone. You get all our daily stoic courses and challenges totally for free. That's hundreds of dollars of value every single year, including our new year, new you challenge, which we're going to launch in January. You get a special cloth bound edition of the best of meditations that we've done. You get a bunch of cool stuff. It's an awesome community. I've loved being a part of it. I've loved getting to meet everyone who's trying to take their study of stoicism to the next level. Love to have you join us. Check us out at dailystoiclife.com. We'd love to have you and join us on this digital stoa that we uh, that we've staked out together and get better every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to The Daily Stoic early and ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen early and ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts.